Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o. And be sure to add our podcast in the how did you hear about Podgo section of the application. So put on their BPD podcast as a referral, yes. please. We get a little bonus. Yeah, yeah. And you might get something too. Yeah, yeah. So. So here's another episode without Megan. <laughs> we're texting with her. We're like, we miss you. <laughs> And she sent back a little sad face. She sent a crying face. A sad crying face. <laughs> but at least she moved into. A, yeah, she, she got a, moved into a, a decent rental. Yeah, better than the where other, she was going to be. The other option. <laughs> but um, God. but yeah, so she <laughs> she's moving in slowly. I thought you were gonna say moving up. No, she's moving up slowly. <laughs> she's moving in slowly. Yeah. We were, we were going to crash at our place tomorrow to surprise them, but we decided against that because they literally just got into the place two days ago. Yeah. So they so. probably have boxes everywhere. And Megan well, yeah. wouldn't really care if to have No, us. she wouldn't. She'd be happy. But, um, you know. But it wouldn't be right to just, yeah. Yeah, we don't just crash somebody's house. My mother does. Yeah, well, that's your mother. <laughs> we're not going to get into that. <laughs> She's rambling shows up. She calls. calls when, she calls when she's outside the door. <laughs> we we ask her, "Hey, just call us before you roll up." And she's like, "Okay." So she calls when she's outside the door. <laughs> like that's not what we meant. <laughs> it's progress. At least she's not just randomly knocking. Yeah. But, Sometimes she calls ahead and says, "Hey, I'm coming by with food or something." Yeah. So I think she calls. She she just shows up when she's in the area. Yeah. Because a lot of the places, like her pharmacies across the street from us. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. a lot of the places she shops at are relatively close to here yeah. rather than where she's living at. Yeah. Which I keep, keep telling her to change her pharmacy to the one across the street from their new house. Yeah. But she's been going to the same one for 14 years, so. she Well, there. I'm sure there's an Ingalls closer to her. No. There's not. Mm-mm. It's this one and then the one in um, Greer. Oh, uh, okay. Because down where she is, is uh, uh, Bilo. They uh, own those, okay. those spots. Yeah, I mean, it can be a pain to change over your pharmacy stuff. Yeah. You know, and it's really, it's only 10 minutes. Yeah. So, so then she stops by, she says Sophia and the dog, and so she's yeah. happy. Yeah. So, I seem to always get injured before the show, 
I pinched my finger closing the bag the chips on the little <laughs> container thing. That was not my fault. And it hurts really bad. <laughs> I'm gonna blame you because no. <laughs> you made nacho soup or whatever it's called. Taco soup. Taco soup. Yeah. So that needs chips. Not necessarily. Needs nacho chips. Not necessarily. So but nacho soup is just straight up meat it's cheese. Taco soup. Taco yeah. It's got taco, taco seasoning in it. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing that makes it a soup is a taco seasoning. That makes it a soup? No, the broth makes it a soup. Okay. It was just straight up cheese, meat, tomatoes. It's Rotel and ranch powder mix and... So not very healthy. No, it's low carb. <laughs> it is. Okay. It's low carb. But anyway, I was putting away the chips and they pinched me, the little yeah. plastic container, and it hurts really bad. I'm sorry. So I'm a, I, I'm a survivor. I mean, I burned my thumb on the crock pot earlier. No. I got a new crock pot. <laughs> Before we start, yeah. Yeah. I well, had tell to, her what happened. Well, okay. So when we moved, I... Friends of ours are keeping the top half of our um, behemoth mastodon <laughs> armoire. Yeah. That so they're keeping the top half of it because we just don't have the space for it right now. And we're using the bottom half for our TV stand. So anyways, um, so I'm thinking that I packed, thinking we're only going to be in the apartment for six months. I was like, yeah, I don't really need the crock pot. You know, I can do other things. Are we? I don't think it's in there. It's got, watch it be in like this box down here. <laughs> Don't play. <laughs> I didn't think about that. But okay, so I think it's in the armoire, the armoire the at their house because I didn't figure I would really need it. And and plus, it doesn't have a handle on the lid, so it's a it's, pain. It's busted up. We yeah. should just get rid of it. It still works. What we should do is when we... <laughs> I'm going to keep it as a backup, no, 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 I no, think. No, 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 When we go over there to pick up the behemoth, uh-huh. I'll take it out and just leave it in that house. <laughs> and they're just going to randomly find an old crock pot, and they're going to think it's part of the original house. <laughs> like, oh, it's an antique crock pot. And by the time they hear this episode... Yeah. If, ever, <laughs> yeah, if ever. You should put up... Like, we should make a... a uh, cricket sticker uh-huh. and put like like put the year 1894 or <laughs> yeah find, find out when crockpot was established <laughs> and put a sticker established in whatever <laughs> the cricket didn't exist back i'm talking about the crockpot i know that but how they're... but they'll think it's the original sticker for crockpot oh my gosh <laughs> just make it a crazy hustle yeah, okay so anyways so i was gonna i was going to make the soup in just a pot because i can do that instead of you know, a crock pot, it's not a big deal. But um, Andre was like, well, just go get, just go to Target and get a crock pot because they're not that expensive. They surprisingly are not. Yeah. Um, and you can put like everything in a crock pot, just about. Yeah, the one we, the one we got was fairly nice. Yeah, it's really nice. It's digital. Um, well, digital in the sense that you press the button and it I goes I press on. the button and, and it's four, six, eight, and ten hours. Oh, that's what that meant. Okay. Yeah. So, so I just put it on six for that for that suit. Oh, okay. I did see one earlier this morning that it um was Wi Fi enabled. Oh, I don't know. I was so, like, what? It, had, it was a Black and Decker Wi Fi enabled crockpot. Oh, they didn't. Oh, have- is it slow cooker? Was it crockpot's the name of it's the same the brand? Yeah, but it's the same thing. It's a slow yeah. cooker. Yeah. I was like, why would you need an app for that? Yeah. I uh, in case you're out and you forget to turn it on, maybe I don't know. But to me, that it's makes like sense. okay, that makes sense. But, but then you have Wi-Fi radiation going. That's an extra layer of cooking, <laughs> I guess. So anyways. Yeah. So I burned my thumb on the crock pot because 
it has locking a locking lid. Yeah. So I locked it, but then I was like, well, let me unlock it because it really doesn't need to be locked because I'm not taking it anywhere. Yeah. And in the process of trying to do that, I, I burned the... Is that why it has a locking thing? If you're taking it to like a party or something? Yeah, that's why I got it. Because I've made like buffalo dip in it before in the other one. And I'm always afraid like that way I don't have to necessarily hold it in my lap. I can put it in the trunk. What a great idea. Yeah. They had a lot of them like that. Um, but, yeah. So, I figured they had them without, and then they had the ones with, but. Wow. Yeah. The one I wanted, I think, had the locking lid, but they didn't have it. Yeah, but the only one you using you want because it had the magnolia name on it? No, but it was pretty. It was like a cream yeah, I told you color. to pre- prettify this one. It will melt. You don't know that. It, I bet it would. Try it. I'd make a sticker. Bet, I bet you it would melt. I think you should make a Darth Vader face and stick it on that. <laughs> it's going to blend in. <laughs> no, you do the white outline. Uh, well, maybe. Anyway. So, yeah. We, we, so, we've injured ourselves we've today. We've braved all these injuries <laughs> yeah. to record an episode. <laughs> Sans Megan. <laughs> which she was here yesterday, which sucks. We should have just done a quick episode with her yesterday. Yeah, she didn't have time, though. No. She had the two of the kids. Yeah. And... She left the other two at the new place. <laughs> no, she no left it with her parents. <laughs> Mal and Levi were like, "Where's mom? We're on our own." I think they actually probably would have been fine. Mal, Mal would. Yeah, Levi. Levi not no. So, no, so much. He would have destroyed things. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> so this week, there's really not much highlight to our life besides a crockpot. Yeah, that's kind of well, sad. We, well, we close we close an old chapter to our life and started a new one, but. We moved on to another another chapter of our life on a personal side. We did? Yeah. Oh, God. We moved locations. Oh. Uh, yeah. Well, new start. Yeah. So, there you go. Yeah. New start, new chapters, new beginnings. <laughs> That's going to be the hashtag for this episode. <laughs> hashtag new beginnings. A new start. Oh, my God. But anyway, so this week's episode, actually, I forgot to mention we had discussed doing a Selena episode. Yeah. And it's in the works. We're going to have a, a bona fide Selena fan. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, if we have time. If we have time. We're going to have, It's gonna, we're, we're having a little small family reunion next week. It's not small. <laughs> it's, gonna be, it's, it's like 25 people. That's not small. Well, there's going to be 12 of them coming from Florida. Yeah, that's not small. 12 there. And then us three. Yeah. My mom and my brother. That's five. That's a five. Then my uncle and his kids. That's five. Yeah, and then they're significant others. So that's a lot. <laughs> and one of them has stepkids. What? Yeah. The oldest son, he's getting married to a woman who has kids. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So, new every day. So extended Hernandez's. Yeah. Jeez. So you're not going to be the only white person there. Well, you know. <laughs> I'm never the only white person there because you're there. No. But anyway, so <laughs> that being the case, my cousin Stephanie, who we've talked about a whole bunch of times on this show, yeah. she's going to be in town, and we, we're hoping to be able to record an episode with her, the Selena episode, Yeah. but we're not holding our breath <laughs> because our parents, our, our, the older Hernandez generations oh, are making yes. plans and plans. Mostly your mom. No, I think it's my mom and my aunts. I'm pretty sure it's my aunt. They're, they're crazy because Stephanie's pregnant. And they want to go hiking in the mountains. They want to go hiking in the and mountains. And it's on 95 degrees outside. Like, what the heck? <laughs> I told my I, mom. I would be very surprised if 
if anybody lasted, especially Stephanie. Yeah. Being pregnant, you know. She's a city girl. Yeah. I can see us surviving the vineyard that we're going to go to. Yeah, that's fine. It's going to be late in the afternoon. It's going to be nighttime. It's going to be nice. Yeah. But, but a vineyard, you just kind of mosey. Hiking I, is hike. And especially here in the in South Carolina. Can't mosey on a hike. <laughs> it's going to be June, mid-June. Ugh. It's going to be hot. Yeah. I'm, we might not be able to take Lily because what if we leave there and go grab dinner somewhere? Anyway, we can discuss that later. Yeah, we'll figure it out. So, this week's episode is about a band that has been around forever. Yes. not, And I did not realize they had been around. Neither did I. Until I started reading the article. I was like, whoa. I started reading the article. I was like, wait, they're as old as, almost as old as us. Yeah. We were born before they were formed. So, yeah. Oh, barely. Barely. By By two years. Two years. Yeah. So, this episode is the Goo Goo Dolls. Yes. The Goo Goo Dolls. So, the Goo Goo Dolls are an American rock band formed in 1986. In New York. 1986. Mm-hmm. That means they are 36 years old mm-hmm. as a band, mm-hmm. which is pretty impressive. I'm surprised. I'm surprised they don't have the. They're not as popular as like the Rolling Stones or the Beatles. The Beatles world, I guess not. They're, they're just, they broke up a while ago. But, yeah, but Rolling still, Stones, they were very popular. Um, who else am I thinking of, hun? The Rolling Stones and the other one, Aerosmith. Aerosmith. Thank you. Yeah. They're not as popular as them. They should be. They're just a different. They're a different kind of band. I guess. They're a different kind of rock band. Yeah. Aerosmith and Rolling Stones, they, they're kind of, they're very similar. In, well, they're from the same they're from the same era of music. Yeah, so their their music is kind of similar. Yeah. Um but yeah, Goo Goo Dolls are just a different mm-hmm. So, like Kelly said, they they were formed in Buffalo, New York, by guitarist, vocalist John Resnick, and bassist, vocalist Robbie, I can't Tekak, Tekak, I guess Tekash, Robbie, Robbie, (laughs) and drummer George Tusuka, and the band has had nineteen top ten singles on various charts. So, you want to read more? Uh, They're known for their biggest hit single, Iris, which was released in nineteen ninety eight. They spent 12 straight months on the Billboard charts and held the number one position on the Hot 100 Airplay chart for 18 weeks. Uh, In 2012, Iris was ranked number one on Billboard's top 100 pop songs from 92 to 2012. It's a pretty impressive. Mm -hmm. And other notable singles include Name, Naked, uh, from the album A Boy Named Goo, Slide, Black Balloon, Dizzy, and Broadway from 1998's Dizzy Up the Girl. I love that album. Great album. Yeah. Here is Gone from 2002's Gutterflower. I love Here is Gone. Mm-hmm. Better Days, Give a Little Bit, and Stay With You from 2006, Let Love In, and Home from 2010, Something for the Rest of Us. Mm-hmm. Now, Iris, the band's 1998 hit single, enjoyed critical acclaim, and at the forty-one, the 31st Grammy Awards, they received nominations for Record of the Year, Pop Performance by a Duo or Group, and... Also, it gave Johnny Resnick a Song of the Year nomination. Mm-hmm. And it's actually ranked on Rolling Stone's list of 100 Greatest Pop Songs as number 39. That's cool. That's not bad at all. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, so... So, yeah. So, the songs we're going to discuss... Oh, I just moved on my back again. I've been dealing with back issues. 
Yeah. And every so often I move and I feel like I've been shot in the back. <laughs> and it just hurts really bad. But And I just moved right now and it just felt like agony. I'm sorry. All right. Put the phone down. I'm trying to, trying to record a show. <laughs> we are recording a show. You Jeez. were talking. All right. So the first song is Black Balloon. Mm-hmm. And... It, men- it mentioned it, we found out that Johnny Resnick said that this song was inspired by his friend's heroin addiction and the havoc they wreaked on everyone else. That's a really good song. Yeah, and it's the fourth single off the Dizzy Up, Dizzy Up the Girl album. Mm-hmm. I always forget how that album came out in '98. Mm-hmm. I have that album in my car. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps solidify them as a pop band, not pop, well, punk, punk. Punk pop, maybe? Yeah. A little bit. And as power balladeers. Mm-hmm. Um, the the unique intro, Resnick detuned a baritone guitar and started playing harmonics. And they ran it through a bunch of pedals and outboard gear and just kept playing with it and messing with it until it started layering it up. And then, actually, I'm going to play a little bit of it, if mm-hmm. we don't mind. Let's see if it plays or not. I always thought that we, that intro was kind of... is different. I can hear the harmonics now that you say that that's what that is. Yep. Yeah. I never thought that that's what it was. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was like some neat thing they did, neat trick they did with yeah. the guitar or Which something. they did, and that's what it was. Yeah. I love his voice. He has a really cool voice. Yeah. It's I very love, different. It's different from anybody else. Mm-hmm. Have you seen him recently, though? He, he has not aged well. He's gotten a lot of work done on his face. Yeah, it's not good work. He kind of looks like Mickey Rourke. Yeah. Well, well, I saw a picture the other day, and I, I thought it was Mickey Rourke. Not to insult him or anything, <laughs> no, but I thought it was Mickey Rourke, and I was like, what's Mickey Rourke doing with the, the guy from Goo Goo Dolls, the, the, the guy with the black hair? Yeah. I was like, what's he? And I was like, oh, wait, it's Resnick. Resnick. It was weird. <laughs> I always thought that was a cool name, Resnick. I think it's Polish, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. That's cool. Is it? Hold I don't on. Know. No, it's not, not. I didn't mean it to me like, is it though? No, I'm talking about. <laughs> like, yeah. No, I mean, I think it, I think you mean it is like, Polish. like, is it Polish? <laughs> I'm fairly certain it is Polish. Oh, gosh. Let's find out. Johnny Resnick. Or he's Canadian, maybe. Polish. Polish. Yep. They are right. from Poland. His parents are from Poland. Mm. All right. So, it says that in the bridge of the song, the piano and the strings converge in a powerful crescendo, and then it drops <laughs> back down. And then Resnick sees this as a symbolic moment. Whenever I hear that word. Crescendo. I think of, um, what's that kid's show? Little Einstein's. Little Einstein's. <laughs> Because they say that. I'm like, I've never heard this word. <laughs> it's a musical term. I know. <laughs> um, Resnick says that it's a musical analogy of what it, what this person was going through because it just rises so high mm-hmm. and then it just bottoms out. The bottom drops out. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you start and then you start the long trip back to being yourself until the end of the song. I'll become what you became to me. And that's where it's, it sort of ends where it began. Mm-hmm. So you talk about the music video. So the music video, uh, 
they use the same director uh, for the videos of Iris and Slide. Um, it's a black and white clip um, that takes place at a 50s style sw- swim club or swing club. Mm, swim. Okay. Um, so there's where beautiful women in vintage bathing suits swim in the pool as the band is performing. Um, and Johnny Resnick said that how the director achieved the shot of him hovering against the backdrop of the pool. He said, this is where I think Nancy started to hate me because she got a welder and a crane and she had them weld a spring and a harness to the top of the, of a cherry picker. He, um, and he was swimming, he was over a swimming pool about 20 feet in the air, wobbling back and forth like a bobblehead over the pool full of gorgeous women just swimming back and forth. Do you remember the video at all? No, I don't. I remember, remember him. I remember all. him swaying. Like it says, it was an old school, old time. Like the, the women swimming had their like swing caps on. Yeah. So it's a really cool video. Yeah. Very artistic. Um, so this, um, was featured in the the song was featured in the movies Down to You in 2000 and Here on Earth in 2000. I don't remember what Down to You is. Do you remember that? I don't. Here on Earth I think was with um Chris was, Rock? No. Here on Earth was with um it's the guy that was in Pearl Harbor. Down to You is Julia Stiles and Freddie Prince Jr. Okay, that's not what I was thinking. And then what was the other one? Here on Earth. I think the guy that was in um Pearl Harbor with Ben Affleck. No, this is a uh, Chris Klein. Oh, Chris Klein. Chris okay. Klein and um Sobieski, whatever her name is. Lily Sobieski. Is that her name? Lily, yeah. Whatever happened to her? I don't know. And the guy from Pearl Harbor is in this. Yeah, okay, so I, I yeah, knew. You're right. You're right. Okay. Josh Hartnett. Yes, thank you. Oh gosh. Whatever happened to him? I think he only did like a few things. Well, he, he did was, some. He was he in the running movie. to be Batman. Was he? Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, he did a movie with Harrison Ford a few years back. That was a while ago. There was a cop one. Yeah, good, yeah, that was a while ago. Like good cop or something. I can't remember what it was called. Um, but yeah, he does. He didn't do a lot of stuff. I I don't think he. I think he retired. From he's acting. been on and off acting. Yeah. So he's he has he was in a lot. Like he was out there. He has for two a movies. While. He has two movies coming out in the next year. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, I liked him as an actor. Sin City, I, he was I think cool. it was, wasn't it? No, that's not it. With Harrison Ford. I remember the movie with yeah. Harrison Ford. I just don't remember what it was. Something cop, I think. I don't know. It doesn't Anyways. matter. Um, and then it was used in an episode of the TV show Cold Case in the 2007 episode That Woman. Hmm. I don't remember that show. I never watched it. Never that watched show. it? Okay. Mm-mm. So. Which it kind of should we, sounds should, like a good show. Yeah. Should we bump the next one to be the last one? We can. Yeah, I think that one, because that's their most well-known song. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to go on to Name. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And scrolling and scrolling. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be a long one. So, Name, I think people know this one because... I love this song. It's awesome. What you do to the... I've always loved this song. That's where I love it. Yeah. I love the guitar in this. I think all their all their songs, that guitar is just killer. Yeah. Just fantastic. Yeah. So but I like the... The strumming, the acoustic 
acousticness. Yeah, and like the you know how sometimes it has um, that like not a shriek, but like a like a um, I don't know. What are you trying to say? I don't know. A grit. No, it's like that when somebody's playing acoustic and you can hear their finger or the something slide across like like a slide Have across you seen guitar the strings? guitar. The thick ones are like a spring. Yeah. That's all it is. So if you scratch it with your nail, it makes a, a, a scratch. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like that, mm-hmm. I guess, a scratch. It, I'm, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I like that sound. It's almost... Like it, it sounds really cool. I don't know why. I just like it. That's not gonna work. Okay. I typed in guitar scratch. I said build a guitar from scratch. Um, that's no, not me. That's not. But I'm talking about. Yeah. Like I said, the thicker the thicker chords are mm. just wound up really tight. Yeah. Springs. So if you like bump your nail a, on it, it's, or with a pick. Yeah. With the pick, know. it just makes a scratchiness to it. Yeah. But I always thought that was cool. I always thought. Guitar playing was cool. Um, I always wanted to learn. Never too late. But yeah, there's just too much to. I can't. I'm not coordinated like that. Ryan tried to teach me how to play the guitar. Yeah, he said I had idiot hands. <laughs> I feel like he I would have idiot hands. He didn't say idiot. He called. He, he was a lot more vulgar than that. Yeah, because <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> that's the way Ryan is. Yeah. I keep telling him, if you get on the show, we got we got a PG thirteen. You bad, like PG him. Yeah, PG, <laughs> PG thirteen for like six months before you get on the show, yeah. and then PG on the show. Yeah. But um, he tried teaching me. I, I just i I couldn't handle it. Yeah, and he tried teaching me how to play the drums too. And that's, the, that's so much. Yep. But like, I I really want to pick up piano again. Like, I feel like that would be really fun. We try to get Sophia to do it. She didn't want to. I know. She's just very artistic. That's the thing. She yeah, likes art. She so likes like drawing and color. She likes to draw and, and all that. And that's fine. Um, I already she, told She wanted to for a, about a minute. Yeah, because we went to guitar center. She's like, ooh, that's shiny and pretty. No, she just thought it was cool. It is. And and we we, we try it. we like, hey, we'll buy you this stuff. Yeah. But you have to promise to do it. You have to be committed to it. And I, I think that kind of scared her a little bit, yeah. too. Because I told her, I was like, if I buy this for you, you have to commit. Yeah, it's expensive. At least an hour a day. But at least she didn't, like, make you waste your money. Yeah. That's so. true. And she tried it on the app. Like, there was an app that can kind of teach you a little bit how to play piano. Well, that's um, different, though, from touching it, an actual key. Yeah, it's it's different. Because um, like playing a guitar on Guitar Hero, you're like you can't compare the two, right? Like, yeah, I can kill it on Guitar Hero. No, I can't. I suck in Guitar Hero. I'm better at Guitar Hero than yeah. you. Are. I just like watching the videos, <laughs> and I like to sing along to the songs. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Okay. Name. So Johnny Resnick wrote this about his childhood, and he sings it to his sisters who raised him. Both his parents died when he was young, and his father was an alcoholic. Um. The line says, we're growing up orphans who never knew their names. It just reflects on his past. Mm-hmm. The title, though, and the line, I won't tell no one your name, has a different inspiration that wasn't revealed until much later. This, I actually, I actually did know this story. Resnick almost romanced with MTV VJ Kennedy. Remember her? She was a redhead with thick glasses. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, um, who tried to keep her name, real name secret. In her book, The Candy Chronicles, she recalls how she and, her, and the singer shared a brief kiss and a series of flirtatious phone calls, but didn't pursue anything more anything more because he was married. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Ooh. Hold on. He's so stupid. Ooh. Yep. 
And in, in, in her interview with Resnick, including the book, he admits it was pretty interesting to have a song inspired by a moment. And I thought it was a pretty sweet song. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Dun, dun, dun. What, so what does it say next? So he actually thanks Kennedy in the song credits using her real name, Lisa Montgomery. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was their first hit. Um, they had released four albums by then and had a large following in upstate New York, but this brought them national fame. It's a great song. Fantastic It's song. one of my favorite songs. It's, the, it's the first song I've ever heard of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like it wasn't played enough. And Iris was played too much. Name was played in New York. It was played a lot. See, in Florida, I like if I heard it, I would listen to it. Even if it was like towards the end of the song, yeah. I would listen to it just because I loved it so much. I remember hearing it frequently in New York. Yeah, well, in '95. Yep they they started there. So, but in Buffalo, that's that's considered Canada. <laughs> <laughs> We have a friend that he, um, when I started working at my new job, I won't name any names, but he's, he yeah. says he's from New York. So on my job interview, I walk in and I'm talking to my boss and I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm from New York. And she goes, oh, what part of New York? I said, I'm from Queens. And she goes, oh, I'm I'm from Manhattan. I said, all right, cool. So we hit it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're from the city. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. So we go into the, into the office and one of the guys I work with, I've known for 10 plus years mm-hmm. and we've known he's from New York. And she's like, oh. This guy's from New York. And I said, no, 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 no. He's from Rochester. That's Canada. No, don't don't say that he's from New York. He's from Canada. He's from Southern Canada. Yes. <laughs> so we, that's a running joke at work. Whenever yeah. we're, we're, When we were back in the, when we were in the office together, it was just a, a running joke that he was Canadian. Yeah. He just, and we asked him how many times we went to the city. He goes like twice. And I was like, dude, yeah. you're Canadian. Yeah. He had been to Canada more than he had been to the city. No, oh, he's Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, "You're not, you're not from New York." <laughs> I was like, Our, "The New York City, um, New York City supports the rest of the state." <laughs> but I've heard that is nice. Upstate New York is nice. I've never been. I've heard that it's really nice too. Like they actually have yards. They have like farms <laughs> and, and pickup trucks, and <laughs> yeah. they listen to country. Country yeah. up there. <laughs> never seen it. Never seen it. Well, I went to New Jersey two years ago for work. But you went to the nice part of Jersey. This is a sad story. Which you didn't know they had a nice part. (laughs) We just completely went off topic with this song. But I go up to New Jersey. So my my work's like, hey, we got to go to New Jersey for a week for training. Yeah. I said, that's cool. It was the week before our anniversary two years ago. Yeah. I said, that's cool. I'll go up there. Because at my old job, I travel all the time. So it was just like, whatever. I'm cool. So as I'm driving up, I'm driving through Charlotte, North Carolina, Virginia, and all that fun stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. I drive through D.C., done it many times, hate it, mm-hmm. but the detour took me through the capital. I, I was in D.C. because of the detours, but then I I crossed over to Delaware, and I'm like, okay, cool, Delaware, I'm, I'm going to blink, I'm going to be through Delaware. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I get into Jersey, and I was like, where am I? <laughs> it's like, there's farmlands, there's green, there's no tall buildings at all. So where am I? So I pull in. And I'm, I'm pulling into like a beautiful hotel and there's like, it's really, really nice. Beautiful houses. It was such, such that, and then I, I asked I, one of the guys I was training me, I was like, hey, how much does a house cost around here? He goes, dude, like half a mil. <laughs> I was like, where am I? <laughs> but yeah, they're like, this is South Jersey. It's nice. Wow. So it was funny because 15 minutes one way, you're in Philly, which we went to Philadelphia a couple of nights to eat dinner. Mm-hmm. And then 15 minutes the other way, you're in Delaware. Which I went a couple of nights to go to the mall. So weird. It's the most weird. Like, 
you cross over this bridge, Delaware, this bridge, Philly. Is it ex- was it expensive to stay in the? I don't know. They, they they put me up in a nice hotel. Well, I didn't I, know if you saw the bill. I think it was like a G Woo! for the week because I was there se- six seven days. Yeah. No, I was there six days. Yeah. And they put me up in a night. Like I didn't make any reservations. Like, they were like, "Hey, uh, it's very different." At my old job, they're like, "Hey, keep it cheap." Yeah, and I'm gonna have to. Stay. And you get like forty bucks. I'm staying for at food. I'm staying at a Best Western, which is garbage. <laughs> a sleep in in, ba- in Baltimore. <laughs> but here they're like, "Here's your reservations." Like they did everything for me. Yeah. They even gave me a car. Like here you go. Here's the car keys. Yeah. Um. They have several company cars. Lots, yeah, lots and yeah. lots. They're like, they're, I was <laughs> and like, your pick, and they said, much. they said, hey, what do you prefer to drive? I was like, hey, I'd rather drive an SUV because my back kind of sucks. Mm. Like, Which one do you want? And I was like, what? <laughs> they <laughs> let you pick. They're like, here you go. You picked the good one too. Oh, that ride was so beautiful. I picked a, a Jeep Grand Cherokee from 2019. Yeah, that thing something was like that. Yeah, it was a Jeep Cherokee. But I mean, I don't remember if it was 2019. Was it, it was. Mm. It was it was a year of that wasn't it like electric or something? It was or? diesel. Diesel, that's which what I didn't it was. know how to. I was like, "What? Well, how do you do this?" <laughs> Gas was cheap though. Yeah, it was really cheap. Yeah, but I didn't know how to. I had never done a diesel car, truck. And doesn't it it the mileage is better mm-hmm. on diesel? Too. I only filled up twice, three times in my entire trip. Yeah, we got to ride in it once. Yeah, me and Sophia. Yep, that was fun. Yep. But yeah, they, so cool. I was like, I want this car. <laughs> and they sold it a year later. Oh. But I didn't have the money for it. Well, yeah. They want $18,000 for it. That's not bad. It wasn't bad at all. For that year car? Yeah. It's gorgeous. That's not bad at all. But you had to pay cash. Like, if there was no finance. It was like, we need a check for that amount Ooh. now. So I'd, you have to go to the bank and get a loan for that and then pay the bank back. Uh, and I didn't want to tinker with that. Yeah. But I mean, you really. It wasn't bad. Yeah, that's no. not bad. But anyway, now the fridge is making noises. Yeah the ice maker so back to the song <laughs> we just went a complete Completely tangent sidetrack that's what we need megan here i know she brings us back yeah. to reality megan's like come back <laughs> zoe brings us back to like, bring like, it home <laughs> so the for the google dolls the ballad was not typical was not typical of their sound because mm-hmm. they're considered an alternative group yeah. and it's more ballad yeah so the name crossed over to the pop and adult contemporary radio and it increased their fan base mm-hmm. And it kind of alienated some of their core listeners because yeah. they were so used to their hard rock stuff. Yeah. Which to me, I don't think, when I think of hard rock, I do not think of Goo Goo Dolls. Some of their older stuff is. I guess I've never yeah. heard that Yeah, stuff. it is. <laughs> like from Dizzy Up the Girl. Mm-hmm. Like that's, they, they evolved their sound. That's the thing. They changed yeah, their sound a lot. I was going to say, I think of like hard rock. I think of like Metallica or, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. Not Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> so, the Jeff Moore directed music video follows a bus full of passengers on a journey to nowhere. In reality, a six-hour trip around Los Angeles and incorporates black and white scenes of Johnny Resnick singing, which is a typical 90s video. Mm-hmm. And while the band was putting the album together, Resnick had no idea that this would be a single or that he would even get noticed. I just burped up some of that taco. What is it? Taco, taco soup. soup. <laughs> and he says that he, <laughs> he put it in the middle of the record because he thought no one would find it. Hmm. Because usually albums, the, the singles are in the beginning of, beginning of the albums. Mm-hmm. So. Um, bu- 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 oh, this is interesting. The album, covers, the album cover featured a little boy with blackberry juice smeared on his face. 
and Walmart customers thought it was uh, blood. <laughs> of course they and did. Acu- and accused the ban of glorifying child abuse. Oh, my gosh. Stupid Walmart <laughs> shoppers. Oh, we got to, that's what we forgot to talk about, my Walmart story from this week. Oh, jeez. Let me finish this song, and then we go to my Walmart story. <laughs> so, the, yeah, so, yeah, they get, they raise a stink with Walmart shoppers. Okay, so the album, the name of the album is A Boy Named Goo, and the picture is of a boy covered with goo. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> it says, what part of this concept are they unclear on? Yeah. It's Walmart, people. Yeah. It's Walmart. Sorry for anybody who likes Walmart, but we detest Walmart. So. All right. So, that's enough with that song. Yeah. So, with Walmart this week, I follow an Instagram page called Walmart Clearance Hunters. Yeah. And they posted that Walmart was clearing out their Google Nest hubs. Yeah. For 39 bucks. They're usually 150 Yeah. And I was like, you know what? 39 bucks. That's not bad. Yeah. I'll go over to Walmart. And it, um, BrickSeek.com shows which Walmarts have the items that you're looking for. If you put plug in the UPC number or the barcode number, it tells you what Walmarts have it, how much it's going to cost. Mm-hmm. So I showed Kelly, hey, look, the one in Main Street has it. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So I, I drive over there. I was like, hey, do you mind the if I go Two different there? ones had it, didn't they? Yes. I went to one, and I gave them the wrong number. That was, my, that was on me. Yeah. I gave them the wrong barcode number, and she's like, we don't have that in stock. Yeah. That was on me. I yeah. took that mistake on the chin because yeah. I should have gave them the other number. Yeah. And so and I go to the other Walmart, and I'm like, hey, I, 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 I'm waiting in line for a guy to finish off with another customer in front of me. And some kid just pops out of nowhere. He's just like, hey, can I help you? And I said, hey, look, I got this barcode number. Can you plug it into your system and let me know if you have them in stock? Mm-hmm. He's like, no, if we ha- they have to be on the, sh- on the shelf out there. And I'm like, they're not. And he's like, well, let's go check. And I was like, Okay then, dude. Let's go check. We walk back there. He goes, "Yeah, we don't." Because you had already checked. Because I had already checked. Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, we don't have those." And I was like, "Yeah, no, no crap. There's nothing here. It's <laughs> empty." So he's like, "Well," and I was like, "Can you plug in this number for me, please?" Yeah. And he's like, "So he takes out his phone." And I'm thinking he's plugging in. I really think he was texting somebody. Probably. <laughs> so I'm standing there looking at this guy. I'm like, "Okay." So he puts his phone away. I was like, "Did you find it?" He goes. No, if it's not here, we don't have them. And I was like, can you plug it in? He's like, uh, no, if, if it's not here, we don't have them. And I was like, can you check in the back? Can yeah. you plug it in and check? Or check in the cage that you have back there in the electronic section? Right. He's like, Ugh. so he, he starts walking with me, and I'm thinking he's walking me to the cage. Mm-hmm. So he walks to the, the register, and he, he's like, you can look. And I was like, but I don't work here. <laughs> and he's like. So he asked if he could help you, but in the end. He wasn't really helping no. you. So then <laughs> he was he, like more frustrated. He walks away and I'm like, okay, whatever, dude. So I was like, let me just wait in line for the original guy I was going to talk to because he seemed yeah. like a really nice guy. Yeah. So I was like, hey, my man, I got this barcode number. Can you plug this in and tell me if you have him in stock? Uh-huh. And idiot guy, if we, I don't know where he was. He yells from the gate. He goes, we can't do that. Don't do that. Don't plug it in. And I'm like, what are you talking about? This only happens when you go to Walmart by yourself. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, Can you just plug this number in? He's like, no, we can't do that. So I, at this point, I'm just yelling. I think the other guy would have done it. He would have done it. But like I told you, I think he was, I think the original guy was hoarding them and was trying to um, sell them. Probably. He probably knew exactly where they were. Yeah. And what they were going to ring up for. Yeah. And he just was hoarding them for himself. Yeah. So I'm just at this point. I'm just yelling. I'm like, "You're worthless." Yeah. And the guy's like, "Oh, oh, oh you don't have to be like that." I'm like, "No." You, I was like, "He's like, can I help you with anything else?" I was like, "You didn't have to help me to begin with." Yeah. 
you haven't helped me to start. <laughs> so there, there's no, can I help you with anything else? Yeah. Because you haven't helped me with the first thing. <sighs> <sighs> but, oh my god, This only happens when you go to Walmart by yourself. Because when I'm with you, it never happens. I was so angry. <laughs> So I, I walk out, I, I find I find some candles because I like to burn candles during the day. Yeah. And I get a brownie. So I'm, I get I walk to my car <laughs> eating a brownie and with a candle. I'm just I'm just pissed. <sighs> <sighs> yeah. Stupid Walmart. So you see why we hate Walmart. <laughs> well, we also had a situation where we were at Walmart and some guy was creeping on you and Sophia. Yeah, that too. He was just following us around. Like I'm standing with you guys. He's following us around. Well, he we we saw him when we first walked in. He was just standing inside at the entrance. Yeah, at the entrance. So we saw him, and immediately, like you, you just know when somebody is creeping. <clears throat> and everywhere we would walk, he would be like right there. He was in the toy section. He didn't have any kids with him. Nope. He was by himself. He was in the toy section. Then we went to the shoes, and he was, like, right behind us. Like, it was very, very creepy. So, finally, I told you girls to walk ahead, and I just stood in front of the aisle that he Like, I stood in front of the aisle, and mm-hmm. I just stared him down. Yeah. I just stood there, and I stared That's at- the best thing to do, because when you look them in the eye, it's like they they know that mm-hmm. they're doing something so I had, I had my, creepy. I had my keys in my hands. I'm from New York City. I know how to go down. <laughs> He was either going to get stabbed with my keys because I had my keys between my fingers. Uh-huh. So I made a little brass knuckle situation. Yeah. Or he was going to get punched in the throat. Yeah. But he, was, he wasn't going to make it out of that store in one piece. No. So I just stared at like, I looked him square in the eye and he just looked at me and he just kind of looked away and I just kept staring at him. Yeah. And then I, fo- I followed him. Because it scares them. Yeah. I, fo- I kept looking at him and I kept staring at him and I, kept, I, I pretty much... I was like, let's go. We walked out, and I was just staring at him. Yeah. I was like, no, no, no. He about, I think he followed us to the checkout, too. Did he? Okay. But he knew he, or knew he, he was got gonna, close. Yeah. He knew he was going to perish yeah. that day. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. But, yeah. I, that's, so, from then on, I don't go to Walmart. We, we avoid Walmart like the plague. Well, I'll go with you. I will not go. But I try to avoid Walmart, because Walmart. Like, no, I know. To work at Walmart, you have to have a pulse. That's it. Yeah. You have to have a pulse and be an awful human being. Yeah. No, if I'm sorry if there's anyone that works there that's really nice. Yeah. For the for the ones that are really nice, you know, it it sucks for you guys because it, the rest of the employees that are just trash give everybody else a bad name. Yep. And it makes people not want to and plus like shady stuff happens at Walmart as we just discussed. You know, and like we've heard of stories like in the area of people almost getting kidnapped from Walmart yeah. and like being like single women, like, or just women by themselves, yeah. you know, walking around and everything and being, and knowing that they're being followed. I keep trying to convince my mom to just do target from now. And I think she's finally wising up that to that yeah. idea that don't go to Walmart by yourself. Yeah. I mean, I'll pay a, l- a few extra dollars and just go to target. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> back to the music long way down. You, you know this one? I do, but I'm having trouble. Strap in. This is the original. This is their sound. Oh, okay. Well, this isn't. This is not as heavy as I thought it. Well, considering was. to name and Iris. Yeah. This sounds like Google Dolls, though. It does. I need to hear the lyrics though, because. Oh yeah. 
fast forward a little bit. This reminds me of Foo Fighters. Yes. They have a similar sound. Yeah. I love this song. Yeah, that's a good song. But the they never explain the meaning to the song, which is kind of cool. Yeah. I love the fact that it's a it's a mystery. Yeah. Nobody knows what it is. Yeah. Um. But in the, the when you interpret it, it kind of means that it shows that the narrator is simultaneously afraid of reconnecting with an ex mm-hmm. who has been cast aside by her latest lover. <laughs> That's deep, and is afraid of being alone. Listen to the words. Listen to the words. <laughs> Johnny Resnick says, "Sings, I don't think I'll make it on my own." Mm-hmm. I like that. So the song peaked at number twenty-five on the modern rock chart, and unlike name. This was more in line with their original mm-hmm. sound. Um, so I can- so it's funny because it says the disparity caused confusion for a few fans showing new up, fans, new fans who showed up to gigs expecting to hear soft rock <laughs> and were blasted by this tune instead. That's awesome. That happened. It's like you're going to hear like Rod Stewart and you get Metallica. Then we go. We <laughs> there was a band that I went to go see. Oh, um, I took my brother. Um, I think I've mentioned this story before. My brother's first concert was Dashboard Confessional, Thrice, and Hot Water for Chocolate. So Thrice, he had only heard the ambience and the the artist in the ambulance, and um, there's another song I can't remember what it was, mm-hmm. which is a little bit slower pace. <laughs> so when we get there, he's expecting that, right? But when Thrice comes out and just blows the speakers, like like it is just so loud, he's like, "Whoa!" And then. <laughs> So they thrice opens for Dashboard Confessional. Mm. So you got thrice rocking out. And all of a sudden you go into. <laughs> so I say everyone's going to the party. So it was like, yeah. won't you come with a friend? It was just weird. <laughs> but anyway, is that really the lyrics? Yeah. Oh jeez, that's a great song. So, and mm. this was actually featured on the soundtrack of the 1996 movie Twister. When they're chasing one of the tornadoes, huh. it was playing. That's the that's the way I know it was from Twister. I, I haven't seen that movie in so long. We should watch that with Sophia. I think she'd like that. No, she would not. Yeah, she would. She would. <laughs> Doesn't somebody die? The dad died in the beginning. Yeah, she would not like, no. She'll, she would she'd like the movie. She'll cry. No, she won't. Yes, yeah, she will. And then the cows fly around. She will cry. Uh. I was gonna say we should watch it together. No, we should watch it with Sophia. I think Sophia would like it. No, she won't. She, I think I think she would. Anyway, but I remember it was funny because Twister. I went to the theaters to see that movie because it was like the coolest thing ever. Yeah, I feel like it came out around the time of Selena. <laughs> I remember I wanted to be a storm chaser after watching that. No, I didn't. I was like, man, this looks so cool. <laughs> I was the opposite. I was like, there's no way in hell I do that. <laughs> It's only white people yeah, that do that stuff. It was all of us in New York. I, I, it was a cr- you saw no Hispanics. It was all us, it was a group of us in New York to, that went to go see it. Jose, it was Jose, I think Little T was with us, a couple other friends, and all of us are sitting there like, why do people do this? Like, why you're all Hispanic? Why would anyone drive into a tornado? That makes zero well, sense to me. But. The reason they do it, it's not for thrill of the chase. It's to some, some of it is. Some of it is, but a lo- for that movie, the story was, you know, she, her dad died in a twister. So every ever since it then, F five, <laughs> it goes. 
finger of God. <laughs> Do you remember that scene? <laughs> that, for I will that scene stays ingrained. That will be forever ingrained in my mind. I could be ninety five years old and had dementia, but I always remember it's the finger of God. <laughs> but, but so that's why she's obsessed with tornadoes, mm-hmm. and but she's doing it to understand them and to be better to help people be better prepared mm-hmm. to you know find shelter and everything and have those few extra because those few extra minutes really do count. Yeah. I had family in Alabama that almost died. Um a couple of my cousins. Um they um they had to get in their bathtub um with them and the kids and they got in the bathtub and pretty much that was what saved them. Look, and I think they put like a mattress on top of them maybe, but I don't that, that's what saved them is being in the bathtub and Everything else around them blew out and blew out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mess with that. So I don't mess with that at all. That was a few years ago when that happened. That was Mm -hmm. probably at least 10 years ago. Yeah. So yeah, it was scary. But yeah. So I get, I get that. I understand that and I respect that. Yeah. But, but there are some people that just do it for the thrill. Yeah. I ain't doing that. Um, it takes a special mind to do that because, like, it's like being a firefighter. Yeah. Like, I'm running out away from the fire or and they're being running a cop. into the fire. Yeah. I wanted to be a cop growing up, so I understood that. Yeah. But the fire stuff, nah, I ain't down with that. But you're saving people. Yeah. So, and this is the same thing. And that's yep. with a cop. You're saving somebody's life and yep. you're risking your life. Yeah. So, and these people were risking their lives to save others. Yeah. The competitor uh, chaser died. The guy from The Princess Bride. Oh really? No, he, in the movie he dies. Oh, remember yeah, they yeah. they drove into it and they. That's like, what you meant real no, no, no. life. They drove I was into like, it. no, because no, you said someone died in the movie, and I I remember the dad dying. Yeah, I can't remember who else, but it was the competitor guy. And then somebody gets hurt, like something like, um, scrapes across their head. Something like starts spinning, and it hits their. It's the finger of God. No, <laughs> it's like part of a windmill or something. Yeah. And then they they strap themselves up with a. Uh, uh, with the leather strap, and they fly in the middle of the tornado. Yeah, because that's going to save you is a leather strap. <laughs> like, come on, people. Anyway. Come on. I remember when they get, like, under the bridge. Yeah. I remember that. Is it is that where they... That's where they strapped themselves. No, it was in a barn. They, oh, they, that's they, in a right. pipe. In a pipe that was... But wasn't the barn filled with, like... Yeah, it was like... It was a butcher. <laughs> it was a butcher shop. They were like, where, where are we? And it was like, <laughs> blade, like knives and saws flying by. Anyway. <laughs> Go, let's go on. I don't watch that movie. We, we're going to have to watch it with Soph. I think she'd like no. it. Why do you keep trying? She watched Jurassic Park and she loved it. Jurassic Park's a lot more violent, more violent than that. But that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to strap ourselves with leather straps. To a, a but tornadoes pipe. happen All right. in real life. It's around here sometimes. They yes. Do. All right. Start reading about Here Is Gone. All right. So. We'll play a little bit. Um, I love this song. It's a great song. I love all their songs. Yep. At least all the ones that I've heard. You fast forward a little bit. <laughs> um, so Johnny Resnick described this uh, song as cynical um, about being in a casual relationship with someone but wanting something more. Um, he moved from Buffalo to L.A. after his divorce 
and he said he was 3,000 miles from home and trying to figure things out, um, you know, and that's pretty much what this song yeah. kind of is going on, you know, in the song. It's the process of all that, so. Um, so this was the lead single from uh, the album Gutterflower, um, and it sold more than 4 million copies in the U.S., or no, Dizzy, I'm sorry, Dizzy Up the Girl it was off, yeah. sold more than 4 million copies in the U.S., and Gutterflower only sold around 700,000. Um, but it achieved a higher chart position um, and peaked at number four, and Dizzy Up the Girl uh, only peaked at number 15. Mm-hmm. So. I remember this video very vividly because um, they're, they're performing in front of a half-constructed house, Mm-hmm. And there was shots of underwater. I'm sorry. There was shots of girls in a, in a pool underwater. I don't know why I remember that. And it was also, which I remember it being in the show. Um, it was in the show Smallville in the 2002 episode Drone. Hmm. I remember no. the song being on there. Also on How to Deal with Mandy Moore. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that movie. I don't remember it either. Now go figure Mandy Moore's been acting for so long. I know. And now she's in This Is Us. Mm-hmm. She's a great actress. You have to move up a little bit from the mic. She's there. a great actress. Yep. I like her a lot. Which, how about that ending to this season of season of This Is Us? I know. Never saw it coming. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. We won't actually. We won't spoil it because that no, show is just too good. That well, and it just came out, so there might be some people who haven't seen it. But yeah, if you if you haven't seen the season finale, then you need to watch it. That last the last four minutes changes the game. That is not what but, I thought. But it's was crazy how, how. But it makes sense. It does. It, it, it starts tying up a lot of loose ends to it, the, sh- the story. Well, and they have to because the next, next season is the last, is the last season. Yeah. So the begin if you look back, if you think back to the beginning of the season, actually, don't say more because you might spoil it. No, I know, but I'm saying I wasn't going to say was, what it, happened. It was a, there was a, it was the it, season finale of last year that showed that. Oh, uh, okay. So it was like they do those like flash forwards every few episodes, and and they do it better than Lost did. Yes, they do. Because Lost bombed. Yeah. But this is a, does it just right. Yeah. Um, that's the only show that me and Kelly actually watch together. Yeah. I think that's it. That's the only that's show we watch. That's literally the only show we watch. Oh, Lego Masters. That, well, that was, that's been gone for a while. I just came back. Yeah. But those are the only two shows we watch together. Yeah. Everything else we watch. On our own. On our own. Yeah. But yeah, This Is Us is one of those where I'm like, hun, we need to watch this. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm jonesing for This Is Us. I know. <laughs> and it makes me cry every episode. It's just emotional. My daddy issues all come out. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> anyway, so now we could go to the the big the big daddy song. The big daddy song. This one's gonna be heavy. Yeah, it's a lot. You want to start it? Yeah. So the song is Iris. Um, this was written for the movie City of Angels with Meg Ryan and Nicolas Cage. Um. And it's sung from the perspective of Nicolas Cage's character. Um, He plays an angel sent to help humans make their transition to the afterlife. But he falls in love with Meg Ryan. So he has to choose between life, between love and eternal life. I've never seen the movie. Don't. (laughs) I know. I've heard you talk about it enough. Like, I know what happens. So I'm just like, meh. Don't. I I may watch it just to watch it. Just to say I've seen it. Yeah. Because it's an interesting concept. I liked Nicolas Cage at one point. 
Yeah, that, was, that, that poor guy. I liked Meg Ryan. I don't know what his deal, what happened to that dude, but yeah, he, he he's a, he was a good actor. He was. He's an actor. But yeah, that that movie. I because the thing is, I grew attached to the characters, like I do with the only stupid Nicholas Sparks things. I'm like, right. <laughs> and then it's like, we're gonna kill this person off right now. Like right. you just gave up eternal life. I'm gonna kill you right now. Yeah. So he could just stay at an angel and got her. Well, yeah. <laughs> 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 You just now realize I just realized that. that now. That just made me angry. <laughs> or, or, does, if they're transitioning to the afterlife, does he, is he in the afterlife? I don't even remember or anymore. If, I, is he just helping transition I to blo- that? I blocked, I blocked this movie <laughs> out of my mind. So, um. So, in song facts, Resnick said that, I was thinking about the situation of the Nicolas Cage character in the movie. This guy is completely willing to give up his own Im- immortality just to be able to feel something very human. And I thought, wow, what an amazing thing it must be to love someone so much that you give up everything to be with them. It's a pretty heavy thought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, would you give up everything to be with me? That's heavy. That wasn't a yes. Define everything. Everything. Sure. <laughs> would you? That wasn't a yes. Would you? <laughs> yes. Okay. I don't know if you were trying to trick me. I did. I don't know if you were trying to trick me or not. <laughs> didn't I move here and didn't want to, but I did it anyway. Hey, I from the get go, I told you this is what's going down. You decide. I understand that. So, but in still, and it worked out, didn't it? But still, it could have fallen apart, but it worked out. It could have. It almost did at yeah. one point. <laughs> yep. All right. Anyway, so then I actually didn't know this. The name Iris was inspired by a country singer named Iris Dement. Who, uh, Res- whose name Resnick came across while being a magazine. Yes, I did. I didn't know that. I did know that. I, till, I didn't know that. Till I read, until I read this, I thought Iris was like the, the um, your eyes. Cause well, it's a flower too. That and also Iris, I always figured the eyes are the gateway to the soul. Yeah. I, went, I went too deep with this. Yeah, thinking, you did. <laughs> I'm like, Iris, that's what I thought. But, I mean, I get where you're going with that because yeah. a lot of singers go deep with that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But no, it's I just, mean, he just read an article and said, oh, look, Iris, I like this name. He just liked the name. Yeah. <laughs> I worked with a woman named Iris. Was she the deaf one? No. No? Okay. Susan. Susan. <laughs> come on the show. Well, she can't hear us, so don't, don't come on the show. Yeah, she can. <laughs> All right. So. Oh, gosh. So the this song was nominated in the Grammys for the Song of the Year, Record of the Year, and Best Pop Performance by a group or duo, and it didn't win any of them. And it should which have. Which is stupid because that song was everywhere it that should, year. Maybe that's why. Maybe, yeah, but then, but then again, there's... Maybe it was too much. I hate the Grammys. I know. I detest the Grammys. <laughs> because how are you going to have... There was a one year where Eminem was nominated for like everything. Yeah. And they lost out to Steely Dan. I don't know who Steely Dan is. <laughs> They're a country group. <laughs> Why would, how would Eminem lose to Steely Dan? It's, it's what I just the... hate award shows now. Yeah. I used to watch for during Oscar season. I would watch all the movies that they would, mm-hmm. so like the movie of the year. I'd watch all them, but then I'm like, no. Yeah. Some trashy movies that they nominate. Yeah, they are weird. So I'm like, no, I'm good. They're weird movies. I don't, I don't like to watch them. The only award show that I did like to watch was the MTV Awards, and that turned into dump. Yeah, it did. The last one I watched was when Kanye interrupted uh, Taylor Swift. Oh, jeez, that's the last one I saw. That's when it went dumpy. Yeah, I never, <laughs> I, I didn't see anything past that. Yeah, um, and then I always, I liked like the Kids Choice Awards when I was younger mm-hmm. on Nickelodeon. I thought that was cool. They would slime people. Yeah. It was fun. 
So um, he was Resnick was asked what he thinks about when he sings this song now, and he replies, "I try to get back into the moment of the original intention of that song, like what I was thinking and feeling when I was writing the song, and I sort of go back into it that way, and that helps puts me in the right right mood to play the song over and over again." And this was interesting. This is where I went. In Greek mythology, Iris was the god messenger who left her messages in a rainbow. See, that would make sense if that was why mm-hmm. you... Well, no, it was just an article. <laughs> it was just somebody's name. Yeah, just someone's name. Um, it's And it's... This is interesting, and they're not even <laughs> married anymore. <laughs> Avril Lavigne picked it for the first dance at her wedding to some 41 frontman, Derek Wibley. She was married to... that. I thought she was married to the guy from... Uh, Nickelback? Look at, yeah, and look at this yeah. photograph. So she's married two dudes? Like yeah. she's divorced? She married uh, some 41 guy and then divorced him in 2010. And then she married uh, Nickelback. Wow. Man. But I don't know if they're still married. I believe they're divorced. I think they're divorced. Wow. So, yeah. Bad track record, Avril. Yeah, seriously. Come on the show. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um Oh, I like this. They performed the song in Madison Square Garden as part of the concert for New York to raise money for victims of the 2001 terrorist attacks. Everybody was on that concert. Oh, I'm it sure. It was everybody. I'm sure. Billy Joel was a headliner. Oh, that's mm-hmm. amazing. I remember the concert because I was there. I wasn't, oh. at, I wasn't at the show, but I remember it was yeah. a big deal in New York. But you lived there Yep, it was a big time, deal. So. Everybody was on that show. Yeah. Um, I like how it says 1997. I don't like this fact, but it was kind of interesting. <laughs> 97 was a rough like year. <laughs> yeah. 97 was a rough year for Resnick. His marriage had just broken up and he was struggling with a bout of writer's block. Writer's block. Oh, job of the Hutt's home. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was a really manic time in my life, he says. I was looking for something to hold on to. Then came Iris. He was surprised how, how easy the writing, the songwriting process was. Most of the time, writing involves procrastination, fear, doubt, criticism. Uh, most of the songs I write, I, I have to torture myself, be a prima donna for about an hour. But Iris came so easy. I'd broken two guitar strings, and I started winding all the strings up and up and down and these weird configurations, and the song just came out. It was like a gift. Like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Which is pretty much how the classics are written. Just It just happens. Yeah. So, but, 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 but we could skip over all that stuff. I remember that the City of Angels soundtrack also had songs... Um, from Al- Al- Alanis Morissette, Uninvited. I remember that song. It was kind of mm-hmm. weird and haunting. Mm-hmm. And Angel by Sarah McLaughlin. That's the one with the sad puppies, right? The ASPCA uses that song. I don't remember. In the, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. Sounds like a sad um, soundtrack. <laughs> it's a crap. It's a sad crap movie. <laughs> Like one of the songs is called "I Grieve." Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> like seriously. When you watch the movie, you'll understand. Uh, I yeah. So honorable mentions. Yep. We got slide, slide, which when we started doing a little research into that song, we uh, didn't. It was heavy. We had no idea the meaning of the song. Yeah, and it is heavy. And just look into it. Do your it. own research. Yeah, do your own research. And yeah, homework. Homework for the <laughs> for the show. Better days was a good uh-huh. one. What do you think? What else you got? Uh, Broadway. Broadway is dark tonight. I love that song. Yep. And then All That You Are. Yep. Those are good mm-hmm. ones. Mm-hmm. So my pers- my personal song pick of the week is a Nick Jonas song. Ooh. Have you heard this song? No. Oh, it's a good one. 
I stumbled across it this week. Well, that's good because it's song pick of the week. It's a really cool, and the video is really, really nice. Yeah. It's I like not, Nick Jonas. Yeah. He's pretty. Okay, then. <laughs> Wasn't expecting that, but sure. He is. He's pretty. He is a good-looking guy. <laughs> I'll give you that. But, yeah, that's my pick of the week. It's, I just love that song. It's it's simple. Yeah. It's for his wife. Um, I can never say her name. Priya, I think. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Beautiful human being. Yeah. Holy. Them two together is like... Come on. Yeah. Well, all of the Jonas Brothers' wives are That's gorgeous. True. But the older older Jonas Brothers, not the, he's not a looker. He's like, all right. No, I'm saying they're wives. Yes. But I'm yeah. saying Nick Jonas and then Priya. It's like. Yeah. Yeah. That's like two them. asteroids colliding. <laughs> and it just creates like this magical dust. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's just. And, and, and Joe Jonas and then what Sophia. Sophie. Whatever her name is. Yeah. Um, Sophie Turner. Yes, thank you. God. Them two. Yeah, I know. Can they you, just had a baby. I, I can only imagine. That baby, like, she probably glows. <laughs> She's like Jared Leto. She just glows. She's she glows. angelic. <laughs> Jeez. My gosh. <laughs> she seems really cool. Yeah. Like, I would love to hang out with her. I like to hang out with all their wives. I well, that would be creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hang out, please. <laughs> It's not creepy if I do it. It's creepy if you do yeah, it. Yeah, it would be. But anyway. So. Uh, I think that's it for the Goo Goo Dolls. Yep. Next week, I don't know what we're doing. I have no idea. But we're, we're pumping these things out without Megan, so. Yeah. Eventually, we're going to have to be like, hey, Megan, you got to roll up. because like, look, you shows. need to figure this out. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> she just texts me. Like, we're, Did you see the text she just sent? I, te- I texted her and I said, we miss you. We're recording. And she goes, I can't wait for the reunion. <laughs> Soon enough, Megan. Soon enough. We'll be together. We'll be together again. I miss your face. <laughs> well, actually, I'm saving money on alcohol. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I got I, I to get, I got to, I got to. You got to finish up what you have. <laughs> I, 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 I quench Megan's thirst for alcohol every week. Yeah. <laughs> we pound back White Claws and, and other beers while we record. Next time we need to get something that I actually like. Because all this stuff you're getting, I don't uh, okay. like it. It's gross. Anyway. The show email just says bpdpodcast48 at gmail.com. The Instagram is bpdpodcast. Go ahead, hon. Uh, Instagram and Etsy are Crafty Kelly's Workshop with a K. Megan's uh, shop is Teal Turtle Boutique on Instagram. Yeah. Okay. And remember, on the show notes, if you swipe to the right, you'll see a little website that you can support the show. Dollar, mm-hmm. 50 cents, anything. Just donate. Yep. And if you don't, oh, whatever. We'll still do the show. Go away. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> tell tell one of your rich friends to listen and donate. Yeah. Just be like, please donate to this show. Ask they- your parents for money. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully at some point in time, 
in this season, we'll do the Selena episode with Stephanie. Yeah. That'd be good. I would. It would be good. And she actually wants me to do a country episode. And I said, make me a country playlist. And I heard it. And that's pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. I have to listen to it then. Yep. I have to show, I, it's through Spotify. Oh. Okay. But anyway, with that being said, sign off. Long way down. <laughs> Can't fight the tears that ain't coming. Ew, you quoted Smash Mouth? No, I quoted Iris. Does, don't Smash Mouth say that? No. The, te- the years, the, oh, it's the years. Yeah. The years keep coming. They don't stop. Okay, my bad. Anyway. Thanks for ruining it. <laughs> you can say it again. Go ahead. No. Aww. You ruined it now. All right. That's all over, guys. <laughs>